Good morning, good afternoon, hello, welcome to Voice Imprint. My name is Joy Kitanga Dash Double. And yes, Dash is not my last name. It is just a way that I get to enjoy my my journey of faith and also to get to have my husband talk about this later it is just a way of having fun and keeping everything good and atmospheric fine well let me tell you this is the day that the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad in it i am so excited and thankful for what god is doing in the on this podcast with all of your support so thank you for all of you who are supporting and holding this ministry in your prayers. Thank you so much. For those that are in the Bahamas, a shout out to the Bahamas that are joining us. And also to the to those that are in South Africa, in Congo, and Italy. So thank you and all our family here in the United States. So we are so thankful for all your support. If you have not started support this ministry yet, I, will, I want to invite you to join us and be ready to hop on a blessed experience as we prepare to get as we prepare to get started. I want to remind each and every one of us our goal, our purpose, and even our dream. The goal that we are here on Voice Imprint. It is to do five, five things, which is across all the platform on God Imprint, which is the broad ministry that is this ministry is under, if you didn't know. And we tend to do five things. We want to achieve these five goals. Ignite your faith. Strengthen your prayer life. Deepen your love for God. Walk with confidence. And develop an indomitable spirit. So I want to welcome you to this three-part series that we are talking about faith. Our first part talked about igniting your faith. The second part spoke about activating our faith. And this last part, we're going to be talking about persistent faith. I don't know about you, but I always, I feel sometimes that there are times where my faith feels like I can move mountain. I can shake the earth. I can fly. I believe I can fly. Yes, 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 yes. You may not like fire clearly, but you know, that song is still, is still true to this moment. But anyway, so you think about, you know, the moment where our faith is, 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 is incredibly speedy high. And some days I feel it's like a roller coaster. One minute I believe God can do it. I'm more, the next minute I'm like, Lord, where are you? The next minute I want to throw the towel and quit and say, you know what? These things are faith. I'm done with it. It is too hard. It's too difficult. I, and then the excuses will start coming one after the other to convince me that, yes, you're right. You should just give up on this faith. And then I found myself dragging myself, pulling myself, going up that mountain of belief and, and no joy. You can, you can hang on just a little bit longer. 
just hold on a little bit longer. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can do this, Lord. And there are some days where I am on the ground, wet in tears and overwhelmed by my situation, wondering if God is overwhelmed by this as much as I am. If you, like me, feel that way sometimes, I just want to encourage you for a minute that it is normal because we are human beings. And then God is not expecting perfect faith. God is, is inviting us and open to the idea of us trying, doing the best, giving our best. In the first part of the episode, part one, we talk about igniting, which is when your faith catch fire. If you have not listened to it, just go back previously. It's, it's, the title is right there. Ignite, activate, persist faith. That's part one. Part two, it talks about activating. Now we talk about activating is when now you put the faith to work. Not manifesting the things into existence, but when you actually believe God can do it and move on your behalf and you put all your might and all your strength in that and you see the result. Activating faith is you taking that action. Activating faith is that where we see the book of Romans and the book of the uh, the, the Hebrews, when uh, the Hall of Fame, Hebrews 11, it's talking about how we please God is through faith. Faith is what? When, when you don't, when you take what you're hoping for or what is unseen and believe so heartedly that it come to existence. The action part. Now, the action part can get, you know, it can get really good. Like I say earlier, for me, I get in those roller coaster moments where one minute I'm like, yay, up high. And then the next minute is, it's like, take these things away from me, right? When our faith is up on the high, we can cruise all day long, all year long. It's, it's, we're seeing miracle after miracle, miracle signs and wonders every day right? But there are times where our faith get tested. And when it get tested, this is the part where we have to be persistent. So before we get too deep into this, I have scripture for you, for us today, and also some definition. We got to use our dictionary here. What does persistent mean? right? Persistent, it means to continue firmly or obstinately, obstinately in an opinion or, so that means you continually, you're firm, right? In your opinion or you're firm in the course of action in spite of difficulty or position. Opposition. Let me repeat that. 
Persistent, according to Google Dictionary, it's what? It continue firmly in, a, in an opinion or in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. And sometimes even failure. And despite that you have failed, you persist in what you want, the decision that you have made. Now, before I go farther, now that I've given us some definition according to Google, I want to share a little bit of a, a story. When, when my faith, before even I can say that my faith was formed, I'll say before even, if you have not listened to the, to the story, the interview, the conversation with my lovely friend, Alexa Sorrent on how my Christian identity was developed before even I came to that awareness of my Christian identity. The, I was introduced to the idea of faith. I had just moved to the United States of America and uh, I was a teenager and life hit me really hard. Yeah, it hit really hard. And uh, as a teenager, remembering, asking myself who I was, because I just went through this experience where my, 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 my identity was being challenged. I've always known God's love, that I, God loved me from, from way, way back, early age. I knew that God loves me. And then when I moved to the United States, it was almost as though that my bubble of that belief just popped. I began to ask myself, do I really matter to the world? Does God really care about me? I come to the realization in a country where race gender, ethnicity, colors, all the above are really emphasized and at the forefront of everybody's mind. I remember sitting in one class and it was my first time doing speaking. It was a speech class and everybody had to tell their story. I don't remember anymore of what story did I prepare to tell the class other than the idea of where I came from, how much I miss home and uh, the beauty of nature and, and, and the fruit and, and, the, and the food, the, the luxury. I was ready, I was prepared to present the beautiful country of Congo that I just came from. Only to get to face with this question, don't you know that you are a woman and a black woman? And then the other question was, when I came to the United States was the first time that I wear clothes. And I sat and I, as I stood in front of the class, I'm wondering, where does this come from? Everybody get to present and they get the clap, but I suddenly feeling wet feeling 
displaced, feeling confused. And I remember that became the journey, began the journey of me wondering who I am. And I went through so much other turn upside down. And I'm, 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 all I'm remembering in my, my mind is my dad saying, Joy, wherever you go, find a church. And here I am. I find a church. I'm excited to go into the church. And when I get to the church, the first response or welcome I get is we don't have food today. And I'm like, I didn't come to get food. I, I came to worship. It be it is through my understanding and concept of the church. And I remember not only going through trying to understand who I am, what's my purpose, why all these negative um, frustrating thoughts that are being bombarded toward me? What did I do wrong? Why these people hate me? I didn't even do anything to them. Why are you giving them this kind of question and all those stuff? And I remember just closing in and losing the sight of my journey, of my dream. I became depressed and down. And I, I remember one of the my mentor, I call him mentor today, giving me the scripture that I want, that's going to be our foundation for the persistent faith. It says this, consider it pure joy, joy. Whenever you face trials of many kinds, oh yes, I was facing trials of many kinds, not just in school, but at home, not just at home, in my mind, not just in my mind, but at church. Have you, have you ever been in that place where you are experiencing many kind of trials? It's not just the dishwasher that broke. It's your children that's driving you banana. It's not just the children that drive you banana. It's maybe your husband suddenly does not like what you cook or, you know, he had probably something going on at work and, and now you guys got to talk about it. And maybe it's not you, it's some girlfriend or some, some issues. It's just like piling up, up and up. And this is what he says, consider it pure joy. When you face trials of many kind, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. I remember when my friend, mentor, gave me that scripture. I'm like, you are crazy and you got to be kidding me. In this time, in this moment, you want me to persevere? You want me to persevere. You want me to consider it pure joy. You want me to consider it joy what I'm going through. If 
felt like somebody was mocking me. I felt like everything that I just explained this person I'm going through just got disregarded, like nothing, just enjoy life. How do you enjoy life when you're hurting? How do you even persist or persevere? Like, I'm like, you know what? The first, I read that and I just closed the Bible and I'm like, you know what? That's it. But there is some truth and wisdom. Of course, it's the Bible. So there are truth and wisdom in all of that. But let's, for a few minutes, the wisdom that is in this scripture. It was later on that I, 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 honestly, I'll tell you, I, I disregarded it, the pure joy there, but I began to look at the perseverance and the testing of the faith. Remind you that at this time, I was still seeking what was my Christian identity. I had not developed my faith yet. So all of this didn't make sense. But when I discovered my Christian identity, my faith was ignited, I began to activate it, it began to make sense. What is he saying when he says that the testing of your faith got to develop perseverance? It is in the trial, my dear sisters, brothers, Christian fellow. It is during trial time that our faith is being refined. Remember that persistent, it means what? To continue firmly a course of action in spite of difficulties. To persist in your faith or persistent faith means that you have to decide from the beginning that no matter what, there's not going back. You have to decide from the beginning that no matter how hard or how difficult or how many times I fail, I will not go back. To persist in your faith is to stand firm to what you believe. Trials will come. And we have to remember that these trials that come, they come to test our faith. And another nice way of looking at it is to say what? It comes to refine our faith. Remember, if you, have, if you already have listened the part one, I told you that, I share with you that igniting our faith is what? It's part of where, where you've been, you've seen a faith of other it's catching the faith catching on fire that means that somebody around you believed and you saw it so it's in you the seed is already in you it has been ignited you have already catch it so when i was given this text it, yes i did not know about faith yet and yes my christian identity had not been formed yet but guess what the beauty oh the beauty and the wonderful, amazing God that we serve. God is not waiting for when joy is going to activate faith for him to refine my faith. <laughs> Let me tell you, God is not waiting for when you're going to activate your faith for him to begin to refine it. He refines your faith during the time where you don't even know that you have faith. 
that the moment it is activated, you feel like you cruising 700 flight Boeing Delta. <laughs> you are in the air because God has been refining. To persist is that part of you and I now will take responsibility, intentional about maintaining the 700 level cruising. Not our own strength, but relying on God daily. The God, when it comes, like I feel like a, my altitude is going down a little bit. I'm going from 700 to 500. That's a big jump right there. Lord, I need your maintenance, Lord. I need you to tune me up, Lord. Lord, I need you to reconnect me. Lord, I need you to put me back in line that I do not waver. I do not go on the left or on the right. God, this is what I need you. I need you in order for me to persevere. I need you, Lord, in order for me to stay strong in my faith. Persistent. Persistent, it says this, the synonym of it is to carry on, to keep on, to be patient. Ooh, mm, to be patient in suffering. To be patient when things are not working on. This is the place where you, you sit down and say, okay, God, let's talk about my faith right now. Let, let's see where this is going and, and allow him to begin to sharpen it once more. If I can say it in few words, persistent faith is when you are faced with trials and that you are tested to see, can you remain in God as you had said it when you were on the top mountain? The top mountain, the mountaintop experience is always amazing. Our faith does not even make the effort. <laughs> it just clicked and it happened. But and then when we begin to lose the altitude, we got to slowly begin to learn either to ask the Lord to lend us landing softly and gently or for God to remain us in the altitude that we once operate in. I love the other synonym of persistent. It says plug away. Plug away from what? When you feel that you are going through trials, when your faith is being tested, it's not time for you to call all people and talk about the cause of this and that. It's time for you to retreat. It is time for you to pull away and begin to do what? To pray, to seek God, plug away, disconnect, and begin to ask God to guide you. I've shared this on, the, on another podcast. One of my friends invited me on their podcast about postpartum depression. And uh, one of the things that I experienced during postpartum depression was the testing of my faith. And I remember crying to God. I say, God, I need an alternative way 
to keep up with faith because it's going down. If that's you right now, you're experiencing a form of depression, you've walked away from church, you isolate, you're in tears, you're in pain, cry out to God. God, strengthen my faith, Lord. Persistent faith is not persisting about you being strong that you can handle it by yourself. Persistent faith is when you lean in even stronger into the word of God, crying out to Abba Father, help me. Jesus demonstrated that. Jesus demonstrated that beautifully in the Garden of Gethsemane when it was so hard, right? When it was so hard for him, he cried out to the Father and say, Father, would you take this cup from me, away from me? But not my will, but your will be done. It means that, what is he saying? He's saying, Father, I feel like quitting right now. Lord, I feel like I don't want to do this anymore, but I don't want to do it in my way. But even if I don't want to do it, I still want to don't do it in your way. So I need your help. If I got to quit this thing, I'm going to need your help to help me. But if it's not your will for me to quit this, I need you to give me strength. And the word of God says, an angel came and touched him and gave him strength. Strength for what? Strength to walk all the way to Golgotha for you and I. Resistant faith. He believed in the Father. If the Father ain't going to help me quit this or leave this thing alone or take this cup away from me, then that means he's going to give me strength to get through it. Persistent faith. Believe. Be patient. Stick at it. That God, no matter what, he will carry me all the way to the end. There's no turning back. It's that old song. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. Decide today. Decide today. Whether your faith is in the level of ignite or whether you're activating, decide there's no turning back. And watch what God will do with you to the end. Father God, thank you. Thank you for persistent faith. Thank you for the strength that you give us, oh God, when we commit. When we make our mind up to go all the way in with you. We thank you, God, for every opportunity you've given us to stay connected and plugged. And if there's anyone who's suffering right now in their faith, Lord, I pray that you may stretch out your hand and hold them tight until they recover. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Thank you, friends, for listening in, for tuning in. I wish you all the best. If this is your first time listening in and that you are finding it delightful and you enjoyed the message, I want to invite you to click that button, share it, and also join us, subscribe, and click the bell so that every time we come on, you'll get a notification. And also, I want to ask you a big, huge favor, if you don't mind giving us a review, how you experience in a comment. You can also join us at Praying Women 365 on Facebook, where we can get an inspiration message to encourage you in your faith. Without being, without being said, I love you. May God bless you and take good care. Remember, wherever you go, to leave the imprint of God's love because God loves you and He cares about you. Take care.